Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Our general topic today is spring into action, buying a home and getting a mortgage. If you have a question or a comment and you're on Twitter, you can make it to hashtag jogarner, or you can call me directly off the show at 901 Four eight two zero three five four, or you know what? We'd love to have you in the studio with us today, May sixth, two thousand seventeen. And you can call us in the studio live today at nine zero one five three five nine seven three two. Well, there he is, Tom King, the expert <laughs> real estate appraiser, and uh, he and I are going to be getting you prepared to spring into action, buying your home or getting your mortgage. What we're going to share today will help you land on your feet and on your target. Uh, you're going to find some encouragement here to spring into action so you can enjoy the best days of your life. You know, it's good having you back in the studio again, yeah, it's Tom. It's good, good to be here. Thank you. <laughs> For our new listeners, I will tell you guys that Tom King is a very experienced real estate appraiser. You can uh, you can name a property, any property in Shelby County, Tennessee, and Tom could probably tell you about that property and about the house next door to it. That's right. I'm a second-generation appraiser. The company name is Bill King Company. I say, why is that? It's named after my father, who I learned the business from. And um, uh, we do residential appraisals in Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County. If you want to reach out to me, give me a call at 901-487-6989. But, you know, Joe, you do uh, loans here in the Memphis uh, metropolitan area, all around in there, and all over the country, uh, tell me some of the pitfalls that you might have with uh, loans that uh, may not may not uh, su- may surprise people in this area. Yeah, you know. We actually have it pretty good in Memphis. For one thing, we have the best water in the world. We have the aquifer. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I work with properties in, like in Alaska, for instance. They have a heavy, heavy concentration of metals in there and some other things. So it becomes a big issue on mortgages that you, ha- that you find out where is the source of their water and what type of filters. Another um, kind of interesting issues that we have, like in Hawaii, are lava zones. We don't even have to think about lava yeah. zones in Memphis. Yeah, lava zones are where the lava will come down and wipe your house out, <laughs> yes. start your house on fire. So. Just kind of sitting on a ticking time bomb there. So we have a lot of really good things, and there are beautiful places in Alaska, and there's a lot of um, advantages of living in Alaska, living in Hawaii. Uh, but we all take our advantages and our disadvantages, and we work smart around them, don't we? And that's right. You have those 20-hour uh, days and those 20, 23-hour <laughs> nights. You know? Well, and if you know somebody or you're that somebody who wants to buy a house or refinance, please call me first. I would love to have a chance to work with you wherever you are, Memphis or anywhere in the country. But you got to talk to me personally, and you can call me. I'd love to talk to you. 901-482-0354. But, you know, Tom, I've been in the mortgage loan business for over 25 years. And just like any other industry, I learn something new 
every day. <laughs> That's right. And with all the changes we've seen in the mortgage world over the past few years, every time I learn something new, it seems like they change the rules. But uh, that's true, I think, in any industry. One rule that has not changed is that if you want to own your own home and if you want to make so much money owning a lot of homes so you can be free to do the things that you want to do in your life, you have to spring into doing what you've got to do to make that happen. You've got That's to right. take action. That's right. And uh, here's an example. Arnold Dormer, he's an experienced real estate investor from, from the Memphis area, and uh, he owns you know over 100 homes. He spoke at Talk Shop in Memphis earlier this week, and he shared how he's living his dream, traveling, spending time at the Gulf. But uh, he had to make a hard decision, a scary one. On New Year's Day, 1962, he stepped out of his comfort zone to purchase his first investment property. Now, back then, minimum wage was like a dollar an hour, and he leased the home for $50 a month. Mm. By the way, he still owns that home. That's good. But he's getting more than $50 a month in rent. (laughs) And, and, And at that time, in 1962, he only had a $10 a month positive cash flow, and he had to fix the house and pay some, you know, expenses and things on that. But, you know, he ended up making money. Arnold kept springing out there and buying more and more houses and making more and more money. His wife and children uh, were finally set to take a vacation that they had been dreaming of taking. But while Arnold's wife was out of town right before they went on vacation, he stumbled on some duplexes that were, uh, were real money makers. So he spent the vacation money buying the duplexes. Well, needless to say, Arnold had a hefty price to pay when his wife got home. And I'll give you a hint, it wasn't the cost of the duplexes. (laughs) But since that time, Arnold has made plenty of money. He did the hard things early in life so he could enjoy an easier life for himself and his family later. What do you want to do in life? Where do you want to live? What's on your bucket list? Have you ever thought about buying real estate and letting houses pay you back one day? That's right, Joe. And, you know, it gets back to what I say. The best way to get rich fast in real estate is to get rich slow in real estate. (laughs) You know, in 1962, I'll bet you he's uh, paid off that house. And that that little ship is floating free right now. And it gives him the ability to... uh, uh, take those vacations that uh, he missed out on earlier. In oh, life. and he has more than, and, and that's that's the point of today: spring into action, buying a home, getting a mortgage, spring into action, making those dreams happen. But it does take time. The mortgage market's helping you out right now, though. The mortgage rates dropped like a sigh of relief after the Federal Reserve meeting this past Wednesday and the positive jobs report that we got uh, yesterday. The uh, 30-year fixed-rate conventional loan is hitting around four to four and a quarter with no points. The 15-year conventional rate came in around the low threes to the mid threes uh, percent mark, and uh, other program rates are, you know, pretty fairly closely uh, close to those uh, conventional rates. But if you're thinking about buying a house in the Memphis area or anywhere in the country or refinancing a home you already own, call me personally after the show, 901-482-0354. You can email me at jo at jogarner.com or connect with me on the web, jogarner.com. And if you're working with a realtor, I would like to talk with your realtor too. The more I know from you and your realtor, the better we can get the right mortgage product, the right price, and make your home purchase offer more competitive than the competing offers coming in. Make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's Let, do, do it, it today. today. That's right, Joe. And, you know, one of the things that we need to look at when you're getting ready to buy that house is to get pre-qualified because 
if you're looking at multiple offers, you want to take the one that you know is going to close, right? Absolutely. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. But here's here's one thing that I really want to uh, come in for. If you're, if you're going to spring out and do anything worthwhile, it pays to not just want to win, but have the willingness to prepare to win. Bobby Knight said this, and many great coaches have repeated it, one way to prepare to win at getting your mortgage approved for the best rate and terms is to develop and develop and keep good credit habits. Uh, Got to prepare to win. Here are some good credit habits that will make you a good borrower and reward you with better mortgage terms. How much do you charge up on your credit card accounts? The way the algorithms work on mortgage credit scoring currently, right now anyway, it's going to reward you with higher scores if you use less than 30% of the credit limit on each of your credit cards. The uh, site that the bureaus recommend, myfico.com, shows credit card utilization to make up over 30% of your credit score. So developing the habit of not ever using more than 30% of your credit limit on your credit cards is going to reward you with a much higher credit score. Well, the credit higher credit score is going to give you lower cost on getting your loan. Some other things that we're going to talk about later in the show, how do you know the maximum house payment that's going to be comfortable for you? How much should you put down on a house? Uh, how do you how do you make your house your home purchase more competitive than that other person making an offer? And I'm going to be sharing the answer to these questions later in the show and Tom, we've got about a minute before we go uh, to break. What are you going to be sharing during the show? We're going to be talking about uh, maybe th- tips you can do before you put your house on the market, things like that, uh, how to appeal a low appraisal. Yes. Uh, those are coming in, and unfortunately, I've, I've had to do that myself, and uh, got a few stories to tell about like that. <laughs> but getting back to my FICO, it's myfico.com. So, Thank you, Tom. <laughs> uh, sometimes people can't understand what we're saying. I thought I'd just uh, I'm glad make you it a little bit more. Go to that site, and they might be able to help you. Spring into action, buying a home and getting a mortgage. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. And we've got in the studio Tom King, experienced Memphis real estate appraiser. We want you in the studio with us, so give us a call while we're on the air today at, at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Leanne Morse with Cartridge World in Carterville, Tennessee. You're listening to The Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. Take a, take a risk. Make a change. Spring into action buying a home and getting a mortgage. That's what we're talking about today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Let's connect at jogarner.com. Call me directly. Let's talk personally, 901-482-0354. We've got Tom King, who is an expert appraiser in the studio with us. And Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call on my cell, 901 901- 
487-6989. I'd be happy to talk to you. Absolutely. And how, and if you guys want to call into the studio and drag up a chair, uh, just give us a call while we're live today, May 6, 2017 at 901-535-9732. And we've got Jim, who's pulled up a chair here in our studio. Actually, he's by by telephone. And Jim, how can we help you today? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm actually heading uh, across the river right now to go look at some uh, recreational property. Yes. And uh, the owner, I've bought three properties in my life, uh, three homes. Uh, not not cumulatively, I've sold and bought a new one, yeah, that sort of thing. So I've been through my share of closing. Um, the owner is offering owner financing, and I've never done that before. Uh-huh. Um, can you explain, uh, first off, you know, for all everybody out there listening, what to expect, and, you know, what, uh, what to look for as far as being scammed or anything like that? Mm-hmm. And secondly, uh, if you do buy from an owner with owner financing, is there an actual closing at a real estate office or, or mm-hmm. a, a bank? or what, How does that work? That's an excellent question, Jim, and uh, wish you the best on your vacation property, and I would love to talk with you offline if you can uh, call me and let's compare the terms on what uh, I, I could offer you on a, say, a 30, 20, or 15-year fixed rate versus what the owner could offer you. Sometimes owners want to take back the financing because they don't well, want let, all their money at one, they just want to... Let me interject this mm-hmm. one thing. It's it's not a home. It's a so I don't think I don't think I can get anything more than fifteen years, correct? Right. In fact, I was, that's good that you mentioned that. Land is uh, kind of a different animal, Jim. Land is harder to finance uh, through the bank. It can be done. It's just the terms aren't quite as good. So I think owner financing is, a, I'm, I'm glad you have that option. One thing okay. that you want to make sure that you get with uh, owner financing, you want to make sure that you still know what the value is on it. So you may want to get an appraisal. You may, you definitely want to get title work, and you definitely want to close with a title company because you want. To, I, I would even get uh, some title insurance as far as owner oh, owner absolutely. insurance. Yeah. Protect yourself. The terms um, you can. But where call, would that happen? Would that happen in the owner's office, or would that happen in a title company office? As far as an actual close. You just want to make sure, Jim, that you have a good real estate attorney, whether you close in their office or the owner's office, it doesn't matter. As long as you've got a good title opinion from an attorney and you've shopped the rate on that uh, land so that you know that you know that you've got the best deal from that owner financing. Does does that answer your question or did I I answer your question? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just wanted to know if, uh, you know, there are certain things that you can, that the owner would want to do away with to save money, since we're not going through a bank, right? That I would, that, that I would still want to do to protect myself. You Absolutely. do, you do need a good closing attorney to uh, protect your interest in there. And uh, jo- what Joe said was was really good advice on that. Right. Okay. You may even want to get a, an appraisal, uh, Jim, from a local appraisal appraiser uh, to make sure that that value is there to protect yourself but uh, you know i'm a big proponent of owner's title insurance even though you're buying this land because you don't know what might have happened or what cloud may be on that title down the road back 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 down the road gotcha 
But Jim, right. thank you for calling and thank you for listening. And uh, that was a great question. And it I really hopefully helps somebody out there that may be in the same situation. That's right. That's right. You know, Tom, uh, we're getting ready to play a little game that we like to play. It's, and I believe you have it. It's the Look right. Back Memphis Trivia Contest. And the Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is brought to you by notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. Jimmy Ogle offers free historic walking tours downtown in the spring and fall. You can reach him at jimmyogle.com. The Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a big, big project or a little project. That's or you can right. do They're that really big good. One. They are, aren't they? You can do the big, big project uh, in phases. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. And if you know the answer to our trivia question, call us while we're live at 901-535-9732. The lines are going crazy. Uh, Right now, the question is, I was first built as a fire station in 1924. Who am I? And I will give a couple of hints. I was a pop-up beer garden site in downtown Memphis in 2015. And Ringo Starr of the Beatles and Carl Perkins once recorded at this place in the 1980s. And the building was used as a dance club in the early 2000s. And I'm going to give, this may give it away, but this place is now located on the corner of King and King, which no relation to me, but it's on the corner of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue and B.B. King Boulevard. So, King and King. King and King. All so, right, so who am I? That's right. And if you know the answer, give us a call. Be the first caller with the correct uh, answer at... 901-535-9732. All right, we got a few minutes here, Tom. I want to jump into some of your topics. Uh, that's what, right. If I'm a seller and I'm getting ready to sell my home... What types of repairs or upgrades should I do as a seller to make my home bring the highest value for the dollars that I spend fixing it up? All right. Well, you know, I'm going to tell a quick story here. And one of the things I heard at a seminar was uh, talking about the airlines and uh, the people, the flying would say, you know, if there are coffee stains on the tray table, it means that the engines weren't weren't, uh, operating properly. And what that means as far as real estate is, you know, if you don't take care of the small things, the the prospective buyer may look at it and say, well, you know, if he can't fix this, yep. you know, there may be a heater or air conditioner or roof or anything like that that may be in trouble. So look at the small things, uh, maybe where that cat has scratched the carpet by the door or things mm-hmm. like that. Or, <laughs> or done other things. <laughs> or done other things. Yeah, you might want to get, get some uh, carpets cleaned uh um, look at your go all the way around your house. Look at it. Look for any rotted wood and things like that. Maybe some touch-up paint mm-hmm. uh, might be good. It may not make that much difference on the appraisal, but it may make a difference is to see what goes on. Uh, clean your house up. I mean, the declutter, same, declutter, <laughs> and uh, maybe do a little staging. Those things are uh, always good. But uh, uh, look at your house the way. Someone that's never been in your house might uh, mm-hmm. look at it and and make those determinations and and get your house cleaned up. That you can't ever go wrong by spending money on your kitchen and baths. I mean, those are the two best places to to put your money. Right, and look at the neighborhood. I think you've said before, <clears throat> and if the neighborhood you're living in uh, has granite countertops, then 
and you have Formica, maybe you need to upgrade, I think yeah. you had said before. Oh, that's right. That's right. Or if you've, if you've got Corian and everybody else has Quartz, you may want to upgrade a little bit on that, too. You know, that's a, a big thing. Nothing, nothing says the 80s and 90s like uh, Corian countertops. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, and it does, it does matter what your uh, the other houses in the neighborhood and where you're competing because if if you, they don't have all those upgrades you may not get your money back right? that's that's right that's right what are some other things that are like if i were a buyer and i'm walking through the house and i'm trying to decide whether i'm going to buy it or not what um what are some things that i need to look for as far as the conditions of the house what do i need to do to make sure that i'm going to get those things done well the, the main thing to do is don't rely on the appraisal appraiser to say uh, fix those things up put them in the contract you know make that up front so uh, everybody knows what you're doing uh, one thing you could do as you're going through the house look at the floor plan uh, we call appraisers use a fancy term called functional uh, utility or functional obsolescence and what that means is um, maybe you've got a thousand square foot house with a 20 foot by 30 foot den uh, in the back of it and you know that's great for you but you have to ask yourself the question would if you were to rebuild that house with that square footage would you do it that way would you in have, that neighborhood in that neighborhood would you have a very small living room and dining room and then a, a huge den in the back and the answer is no i was in a house the other yesterday matter of fact it had a, uh it was in germantown and it, it had a 30 by 40 foot party room now, that's 1,200 square feet in one room. How much was the total square footage uh, in the house? Uh, probably about 5,000. Uh-huh. So uh, a good portion of that house was in one room. So uh, you, those are the things that uh, enter into the appraisal and in, enter into what uh, uh, you know buyers and sellers are thinking about. And it, it also totally destroys the price per square foot measure because right. – uh, the market kind of takes off for that kind of thing, right? So you may not get, you wouldn't get all your money back from building a big monstrosity of a unless uh, you find the perfect buyer, which, big room. <laughs> yeah, that's right, and, uh-huh. and then he wants a bargain too. You know? Exactly, exactly. Well, now if I'm a buyer, we got thirty seconds. If I'm a buyer, what kind of repairs are gonna that more likely the mortgage company is going to require to be done? Uh, roof, uh, rotted wood, uh, badly rotted wood. I take pictures of all that stuff and let the mortgage company decide. Uh, I may say it's an as-is value, and here's the rotted wood, and they'll say, uh-uh, come back and require those repairs and adjust the sales price. Systems uh, like electrical, plumbing, yeah, HVAC. That, yeah, please don't send me to a house with the utilities off. There you go. You know? <laughs> well, we're going to come back to that. Real estate. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. We've got Tom King with Bill King Appraisal Company in the studio. We want you in the studio, and you can call us today, May 6, 2017, in the studio at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. The Mid-South's only home for news, weather, and traffic. News Talk 600 WREC, WEGR HD2, Memphis, and iHeart Radio Station. Hi, I'm Eric Urich, Focal Point Business Coaching, getting you to where you need to be. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to our host, Joe Garner. 
started on a journey just about a year ago to a little town called Morrow in the state of Ohio. I've never been much of a traveler and I really didn't know that Morrow was the hardest place I'd ever try to go. So I went down to the station for my ticket and applied for tips regarding Morrow, not expecting to be guide. Said I, my friend, I'd like to go tomorrow and return no later than tomorrow for I haven't time to burn. Said he to me, now let me see if I have heard you right. You'd like to go tomorrow and return tomorrow night. You should have gone tomorrow, yesterday, and back today. For the train that goes tomorrow is a mile upon its way. If you had gone tomorrow, yesterday, now don't you see? You could have gone tomorrow and returned today at three. <laughs> For the train today, tomorrow, if the schedule is right. Today it gets tomorrow and returns Okay, I'm really confused night. here. <laughs> but I think, I think that the moral of the story is don't procrastinate. That's right. <laughs> if you're trying to do something yeah. tomorrow, you never, may never get there. We're talking about spring into action, buying a home and getting a mortgage. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. I would love to connect with you. You can call me at 901-482-0354. Please do. You can also connect with me at jogarner.com. We're talking with Tom King of Bill King Appraisal Company. How do we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. We've got Johnny on the line. And, Johnny, thank you for listening, and thank you so much for calling. How can we help you today? Yeah, good morning to you and and your guests. Uh, My question is, uh, my wife and I just purchased a home in 2010, and uh, the beginning of 2017, the mortgage company sold it to another mortgage company. Mm-hmm. The first uh, mortgage payment that we made, the mortgage company FedExed us these documents to refinance. But my question is, when you refinance, since we've been in the house for like seven years now, will you lose the equity that you have uh, obtained in that house. That is an excellent question, Johnny. And um, I don't know what rate you had in 2010 versus what they're offering you now, but the thing that you really need to keep in mind is how much closing cost are you going to have to pay to refinance that house, number one. Number two, if you've paid, if you had a 30-year loan, Johnny, and you've paid seven years on it, are they taking you to a 20-year loan or are they taking you back to a 30-year loan? If they're taking you to a 20-year loan, you're going to save about, assuming you haven't prepaid the mortgage, you're going to save, you know, about three years on the mortgage. You're going to get rid of three years because you're going to go to 20 when you really have only paid on seven. But look at the closing costs. In fact, I'm going to ask you if you would uh, contact me or let's talk after the show if you can send me their offer to you. And let me let me try to beat it or we can just look at it and decide, do you want to just keep the loan you have and make extra payments? Would that be better for you or spending the closing costs to refinance it? Does, yeah, but, did I answer your question? Or Well, actually, um, my question is, if you re we we've been in the house for seven years. Mm-hmm. If we refinance, will we lose our equity that we have in the house that we gained for the last seven? Years? Only 
that's why we, I really want to look at this with you, Johnny, because we need to look at how much closing costs this other company is going to charge you. Because if they tack on closing cost to the loan, that will eat into your equity that you already have, because that's money that you're going to spend over and above what you currently owe on that mortgage. So that would, the closing costs would take away from your equity if you're adding it into the loan. Okay, so I think the, the, the answer to my question is, if I refinance, I'm going to lose some, some equity in my house anyway. Mm-hmm. But, and the thing about it, I really don't intend to refinance because my wife and I is planning to buy another house in Piperton. <laughs> so yes. it, it wouldn't do me any good. That's right. I'm planning on leaving you, you answered your own question. Okay, so I, I just want to hear from a professional that, okay, if you refinance, you're going to lose your equity. More than likely, but I am okay. so happy to talk with you, Johnny, after this and, show. And, and I want to add one more thing. Uh-huh. Uh, someone called in before and was, was talking about they're going to buy a piece of land and it's going to be the owner finance. Uh, I did the same thing, uh, I think it was last year. Uh-huh. And uh, actually, all my clothing were done in a attorney's office. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there were a, uh, a title search. Yes. And uh, I did a research myself, see what the property was, was the fair market value, found out how much they paid for the, for the property. So I think I ended up with a, a pretty good deal uh, by just doing some research myself. I, You're a smart I'll man. I'll tell you what, you are a smart man, Johnny. You did it did it just the way <laughs> we would advise you. So uh, Absolutely. keep at it and uh, let's let's get rich slow in real yeah. estate. <laughs> Johnny, thank you. Thank well, you thank, so much. Thank, thank, thank you. you. I appreciate you guys show. Y'all have a, a blessed uh weekend. You too, right. Johnny. Thank you so much. And you know, Tom, going back to what you said, you were talking about the types of repairs that uh, lenders tend to want to have done before the closing. What are what are those yeah. versus the kind that that could possibly be done after closing? Well, like worn carpet is one of those things that is not that big a deal to an appraiser. It is maybe to the potential buyer, but uh, you know that's not a big deal. Um, but uh, it, you, that's one of those things you can put off. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, obviously, uh, personalized colors, uh, you know, in the house, appraisers don't care about that, but mm-hmm. that can be done. Um, the big things like the the heat, hot water, uh, air conditioner, roof, those are the big things that the mortgage company cares Rotted about. Wood, Rotted roof. wood, roof. Yeah, uh-huh, things like that. Uh, so uh, those are the, the main things, but... Uh, uh, personalized items or, or decor, things like that. Uh, Cleaning. Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't care about a mess. I mean, we can step over it. Um, my theory, I've been doing this so long, is that if I, if I can get out of a house and not lose any blood, I feel like I'm, <laughs> 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 I'm doing good. So, uh, uh, you know, we don't care if the bed's made. We have to take pictures inside, and a lot of times I'll get a corner of the bed that maybe not be as messy as others, but... Uh, uh, things like that we don't care about. But Joe, I've got a question for you. With you know, with the inventory uh, being so tight, and there's so much competition to buy homes, and there's nothing on the market or very little on the market. What are some of the mes- methods that you can use to help your borrower be more competitive in their offer? And 
and uh, get that deal where they can spring into action. Absolutely. Well, you know, if you're in the planning stage for buying a home, let me encourage you to find out what your income really is and how much you really spend each month because you're going to be surprised. You can do this by going over your bank statement history or going through your credit card statements. It will surprise you what you spend and look at and see what is actually going into your bank account as far as income. And if you have only if you only got time to go through like the last three months of your bank statements or credit card statements, then try to remember some of those bills that you pay once or twice a year. Don't forget those. Look at the income that actually goes into your bank account and subtract the money coming out of your account. Real simple math there, but it will tell you realistically what you spend and what you get for income. How much can you really feel comfortable paying each month for a house note? What cost can you cut so that you can afford the house that you want? These are the questions you're going to ask yourself once you've gone through your expenses and your income. If you're salaried and your job is stable, some uh, financial gurus will suggest that you keep a minimum of three months of living expenses for your emergency fund. Check with your certified financial advisors on this. And if you're paid 100% commission or you're self-employed, a lot of these gurus will suggest that you have six months worth of living expenses as an emergency fund. Um, Keeping your payment uh, conservatively at 25% of your income, your gross income, uh, keeping your debts under, you know, 40, 41% usually is a pretty good standard. Now, if you're short on funds to close and you still need that emergency fund, let's look and see if we can find a 100% loan like USDA or VA, or maybe there's some down payment assistance for you. Uh, There are also other places where you can get your down payment funds too, so that you always have that emergency fund in place. Just call me. Let's talk about that. Get a strong pre-approval letter from the lender to give you the, uh, give get to give to the seller. So when you make your offer, that seller knows that you're rock solid. I think Tom mentioned that earlier. How important that is, and I can help you there as a mortgage loan officer. Call me. Sellers typically want to see that your lender is okay with your income and the amount of money that you have to put down. They want to see, they want to you know avoid any. Um, problems down the road and if possible avoid any contingencies on that letter like for instance if you have to sell your house first sellers typically don't want to go have to wait on that but um, we can talk about that too be ready to give your realtor some earnest money when you write that contract uh, to give to the seller and when you're when you're making that offer, remember that if it's accepted, you're probably going to want to pay for a home inspection, and you're probably going to have to come out of pocket with an appraisal appraisal fee. So the mortgage company will order the appraisal, but you know, be prepared for those things when you spring into actions. If, if you found items in the house when you went through there that need repair, just like Tom talked about, Work out who's going to do those repairs before you sign the contract. But uh, when we come back from break, I want to cover a few other things. Uh, Here are some methods that will also work in getting more competitive when you make your offer. And we're going to cover those when we come back. There are some tricks of the trade, if you will, on how to play that card game when you're competing with two or three other people trying to buy the same house that you want. We've already talked about credit scores. We've talked about how to some things you can do to get your credit scores much higher so you can get a much better deal on your mortgage. If you missed that part of the show, go to J.O. Garner and pick up this podcast on Monday. You can find a whole lot of more stuff in the blog than what we can cover here 
on the air. But you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan officer. I would love to work with you as your loan officer. Call me first and let's see what we can work out as far as getting you the best deal, whether it's in the Memphis area or anywhere in the country. We're talking with Tom King, who is an appraiser. And Tom, how do we contact you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989 or do like a man did just a minute ago. Shoot me a text and uh, we'll try to get back to you. Absolutely. We want you on the air with us. So if you have a question or a comment, give us a call while we're live today at 901-535-9732. See you guys back in just a moment iHeartRadio is the easy-to-use app for music and radio. Download the free iHeartRadio app today. Hi, I'm Eric Van Elken with Genworth Mortgage Insurance in Birmingham, Alabama. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. This is going to be one of the best days of my life. We're talking about spring into action, buying a home and getting a mortgage so you can make it one of the best days of your life today and later. Uh, you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer, and you can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can send me an email at jo at jogarner.com. And we've got Tom King in the studio with us, and Tom King is our expert appraiser. And how can we contact you, Tom? Give me a call at 901-487-6989, and we have a caller. Yes, we do. We've got Robert on the line. Robert, how can we help you today? Hi. Uh, well, I was wondering how can you, or if you can, buy two houses on one mortgage? You know, the answer is yes, Robert. Uh, it is yes under a bank type loan, not a typical mortgage. Most of your mortgages that are sold through Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are restricted to one parcel number. So if you're going to do a blanket mortgage is what they call it in the industry, it would probably be a um, a, uh, a a custom bank loan. The terms may not be quite as attractive as if you were just buying one property on a standard Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac mortgage. It may or it may have a bullet on it where it balloons and it comes, you know, like you pay a certain amount per month and then all of a sudden the whole entire balance is due is what I see a lot in the banking industry on that. But you can do it. Yes. That was a great question. Thank you, Robert. We don't we've not ever had that question I before. Know, that's great. <laughs> well, we're getting ready to do our real estate tip of the week. All right. And you've got one, don't you? You know, I do. I do have a um I want to cover something that we didn't cover earlier. It's about how to be more competitive on your offer. Right now, Tom, there's the inventory is so small and the demand is so high that you better have yourself uh, prepared and ready to go when you go spring out to make that offer to buy a house. Here are some methods that might work to be more competitive with your home purchase offer if there are others that are competing with you for that same house. Make sure the seller nets a profit that's going to be acceptable to him. Your realtor will probably know a little bit more about the backstory on that. And if you can't pay for all of your own closing costs, check to see if there's a loan program available that has a smaller minimum down payment or even some down payment assistance. Or maybe you can borrow against something else that you have. Uh, Talk to me about that. I would love to talk with you about that. Check to see if you can borrow against maybe 
uh, a different house or another stocks and bonds or something. Number two, if the values have gone up in that neighborhood and the house you want to buy would feasibly appraise for a little bit more than the list price, then you could consider offering more, a higher price for the house than the list price to make you more competitive. But the house would have to appraise for that higher amount to make this method work. That's right. And we're seeing more and more of that uh, as competitive offers come around that uh, uh, the list, the sales price is more than the list price. And people ask me, does that make a difference? If the if the sales are there to prove it, it does not make a difference. So, yeah. uh, those, so you could do it, right? Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, and I've seen that happen across our desk, too. Uh, My assistant, Susan, and I see this more and more often now. Number three, I want you to call me (laughs) after this show. I want to talk about your specific deal because there are so many different ways to play it smart when you swing out there to make your offer that it really depends on your situation. But you're going to be surprised. I've had people work with other lenders and they call me and they're like, wow, the other lender didn't tell me that. I can tell you that. Call me, 901-482-0354. Whether you're in the Memphis area or anywhere in the country, I would love to talk with you. I want to talk with your realtor because the realtors know the backstory with the sellers. But, um, Uh, Tom, I want to go back to you because, you know, we're trying to talk about how to prepare things that people need to know. That's right. Talk about what you do. uh, Well, um, I do a lot of work for people that uh, uh, pay cash for a house. I work with a lot of realtors in that respect. You know, if you're going to buy a car, you want to... you know, get it checked out. And the same reason you want to buy a house for a whole lot more money than a car, you want to get it checked out. So um, I do a lot of that. So uh, uh, it's hard to recommend me on a, a mortgage loan appraisal because of the firewall and all that. The lender picks the appraisal on that. Well, but. the lender has to go through a, a government agency to do that. And uh, uh, But you can use, Tom, if you've got an estate sale, divorce situation, maybe you're a cash buyer, you can use Tom. That's right. For that, I want to real cover some real quick announcements. Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, 9 to 10 a.m. at uh, Nova Copy, 7251 Appling Farms Parkway here in Memphis. This Wednesday, May 10th, 2017, Dr. Dale and Lee Ann Foster of Memphis Neurofeedback present Train Your Brain to Overcome Memory Loss, Strokes, ADHD, and PTSD. Memphis Neurofeedback has recently been recognized on WMC Channel 5 here in Memphis for their success in working with veterans overcoming PTSD. You can reach them, memphisneurofeedback.com. Talk shop events are free thanks to our advertisers like Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now on American Way here in Memphis. Uh, Signs for your business and your events. Call her at 901-368-0784. Billy Nickel of promotion. He's a promotional consultant with Geiger Company. Uh, com for your promotional items for your advertising and building your brand. And Billy says, if he can't get it, you don't need it. <laughs> uh, for this podcast, a real estate mortgage shop, and more, go to jogarner.com. Nobody guessed our trivia contest uh, answer, so go to jogarner.com. Pick this blog uh, post on Monday when it's um, posted. You'll find a whole lot more history than what we can cover on the air. Really good stuff on that blog post. Um, Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we remind you that 
make your plan, work your plan. If the deal works for you today, Let's do it today. today. Yeah, that's right. And I, uh, we also wanted, Tom, I think you wanted to talk about the Derby. Oh, yeah, where the Kentucky Derby's starting uh, today. So uh, pick out your favorite horse and uh, uh, enjoy that. You know, the fastest, what, two minutes in, in uh, uh, sports. I'm telling you what, there's a lot of action that goes on with those Kentucky Derbies. <laughs> That's right. That's Got right. some quotes. Um, here's one from Les Brown. I love Les Brown. He's a motivational speaker. People, He says, people are where they are in life today because they made an appointment to be there. They got If you want to change that, you need to take some action. Here's another one from T. Harv Ecker. If you are willing to do only what is easy, life will be hard. But if you are willing to do what's hard, life will be easy. And the next one I think you've already said before earlier in the show. I did. You know, this one's actually by a guy named Bobby Knight, but it has been repeated by some really great coaches over the years. He said the key is not the will to win. Everybody has that. It is the will to prepare to win that's important. And uh, we've loved hanging out with you today. We've been talking about spring into action, buying a home and getting a mortgage. you got to take action. I want to be that person that walks on that journey with you, jogarner.com. And uh, let me work with you as your lender. Tom, any closing comments? Well, we're talking about earnest money. Be earnest about it. Don't put 50 bucks in there. Make it something that the uh, prospective uh, seller can take care of all right you guys we've loved hanging out with you at real estate mortgage shop we'll see you again next saturday you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.